You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome to the week seven episode of the Fantastical Football Podcast. You might be wondering yourself, what what happened to week six? What happened? Well, yeah, I, I just had some stuff going on and I had to take care of some, some stuff here at home. Uh, but we are going to wrap up both week six and week seven in this episode today. I am your host, Mike Check, And with us today, we have John. I'm here. Yes, he is. He is also here. We have Lil D. I am present. Present. When when is that changing, by the way? Or when are you gonna re reclaim your title of Big D? Probably not until I have another rematch with a uh, super commie tempe, whatever it is. <laughs> uh but uh you know, the way he's been playing lately, even with bench players or players on by and still winning, it's kind of scary. It is kind of scary. <laughs> Lastly, via Discord, we have Jeremy again. What's up? Hey, guys. Good to be back. Absolutely. Good to have you, man. Good to have you. So how's everyone's week been? Not going to lie. So far, be so good. Meh. <laughs> 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 Meh. It's the fall season. It's 2020. Shit's been happening. I hear it's you. all downhill from that uh, Arizona Seattle game, basically. <laughs> that was such a good game, man. But um, I was going for Seattle. Whatever. <laughs> all right. Going for Seattle. Speaking of Seattle, well, I have to say that they are pretty, pretty awesome. And, you know. <laughs> if it wasn't for the 49ers, I would I'd have to say that uh yeah, Seattle's probably the greatest franchise that ever existed. I think you have to say God, that. Because... That was hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got it out of the way, you know. I'm gonna and enjoy this dang. episode, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Did a great job. Did a good job. So that being said, yes, we have to go over a few results l- later on and, and the reason why Jeremy just said that. It's glorious, by the way. Uh, so let's start with the news today. We we actually have an article from Lil D. Lil D. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure there's a lot of news that has passed in the last week or two. But the most interesting and kind of funny one that I ran into was an article about Jeff Garcia being critical of the way Cam Newton likes to dress, uh, especially after his latest performance this Ooh. weekend, where he was so bad, he, I guess he got benched. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Jeff Garcia, benched. yeah, Jeff Garcia, who, if anybody remembers, is a former NFL quarterback himself. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember him most from the 49ers. I, he had a couple stints with, I think, the Eagles, Tampa Bay, maybe some other team. But he went on a whole rant of 
I, I guess, you know what? He probably had been holding it in for a while because he was just talking about, like, man, if you played the way Cam Newton played, you have no right to be as flashy as you are with your clothes or blah, 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 whatever. And, uh, you know, to his credit, Cam Newton responded. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to say he's right, you know? Um, I, you know, the way I've been playing, yeah, I don't have any right, I guess, to be flashy, but, you know, part of the way yeah. I dress is because that's who I am and part of my culture. I'm just going to keep doing my thing, but I'm not going to say he's wrong. So, yeah, I don't think he just wanted to avoid any controversy or any friction, but um, mm. I thought it was kind of funny because I think if if anybody in the NFL is meme-worthy, it would be some of those Cam Newton outfits after the game. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know what NFL fan had not seen one of those outfits, but they're pretty outrageous. Uh, John, are you familiar with any Cam Newton outfits? No, I have no idea what's going on with that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's going to be one of my challenges <laughs> for the next player. I was like, hey, the loser has to have a Cam Newton outfit. <laughs> of the winner's choice. Like, we're just going to find a Cam Newton outfit, post it up online, say, you have to wear that. <laughs> John, oh, wow. Definitely look it up, dude. <laughs> The guy's got some swag, but like, you know, I don't know. Swag that he used to earn, I guess. Like, lately, eh. Yeah, he did not earn it last Sunday. Yeah, definitely not. You know what? Some of, I, I can't fault the guy sometimes for the way he dresses and in, in that it's very classy, very chic sometimes. But man, there are some outfits that I'm like, what the hell? Or like, it almost feels like he's trolling the way he's dressed. <laughs> and it's like, I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to it's teach like, a whole okay. generation of boys that this is how men dress. Like, you know? Yeah. It's like I a combination of like Pharrell and Andre 3000 and like a pimp. And grandma. Pretty much. Actually, yeah. Like you've, you've defined it pretty well. I'm assuming you just Googled it or something. Yeah, I'm just looking at random pictures. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> yep. You just gave me a great idea. Thank you very much, Lil D. I don't know if I like this, considering I still have a debt owed to you, but okay. Well, yeah, exactly. Because of that debt, I get to be a little bit reckless, so I definitely plan on being a little bit reckless, because I don't got to do shit. And, you know, if you've noticed, it's been a lucky charm. I, I, I'm i a winner of three in a row. I, I know there there are some I I'm wish like, you would have already find, lost. So I could get I gotta it find some way. wood and knock on it real quick. You know, because I don't want to jink myself. Sorry, you were saying I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying that there was a couple of weeks where I, I would have wished you was lost because I was like, OK, I, I'm OK with that one. I'm OK with that one. And then some <laughs> weeks where I'm like, I'm not OK with that one. Please win. So... Yeah, it's Russian roulette for me right now. Right on. To be fair, like if I lost this most recent week, I would have been like, no, you're off the hook. I'll do it. This is just a bonfire. All right. So, oh, guys, I yeah. have I have a segment for you guys, and we're going to do this the same way we did it uh, in week five's wrap up. Uh, so I'm going to briefly describe the article. And let you guess the NFL team or NFL coach. Uh, you'll get one guess. If you're right or wrong, I'm not going to tell you until everyone's had a chance to guess. And I'm going to reveal the answer. Cool. Cool. 
All right. So we will start. Uh, this NFL division became the first division in NFL history without a three-win team through week seven. And we'll just go down the line, starting with Lil D. I'm really bad at remembering the division names. Uh, I'm just going to go with so NFC. Either N- it's either NFC or AFC, and then you have to guess a direction. <laughs> so yeah, NFC- so I'll just go NFC South. Okay, so, John, what is your guess? Um, no idea. So just pick AFC or NFC and then say North, South. All right, let's South. go with AFC. North, South, East, or West? South. AFC's okay. Nobody likes the South, apparently. All right. And Jeremy. What is NFC you? East. NFC East, that is correct. The NFC East became the first division in NFL history without a <laughs> three win team through week seven. I know that's hard for you. I know. I, I know. Like I'm, I'm wearing my Dallas Cowboys hat out of shame. Pure shame. Other, you know. I don't have another hat to wear. Just kidding. I have my, I have my Rebel Alliance hat right here, right. I just, I just want to rep the Cowboys today, because, just because. I don't know why. <laughs> they haven't given me anything to rep this year, guys. But hey, yes, you're loyal. You're loyal. Absolutely. You gotta give that up. Every NFC East team, oh no, except for the Giants, are stuck at two wins right now. Uh, the Giants are at one and six. One and six. And if not for the Eagles tying with the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> you dumb bastard. It's not the Cleveland Browns. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Easter Bunny's not real. Earlier in the year, they would probably have three wins, but nope. They're two, five, and one. Two, two four, and one. It's absolutely stupid. (laughs) The next article is closely related. Okay. After a second humiliating loss, this NFL owner proclaimed to the news, there's no leadership void in my eyes. Can you guess the NFL owner? And we'll start with you, Lil D. Damn. uh, I have an idea. Of or or just guess the team name. All right, I'm just gonna go with the Jets just because they are so bad. So I'll go with the Jets. They are very bad. All right, John. I'm gonna go with uh, Mark Davis of the Raiders. Okay. And Jeremy. God. Only because I saw my red last week. I'm gonna have to go with Jerry Jones of the Cowboys. It is the. Dallas Cowboys. That's absolutely right. right. Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys. And we're going to talk about their second loss, humiliating loss. In fact, actually, the one against the Arizona Cardinals was just even worse. This is like when everyone knew there's something wrong with the Dallas Cowboys. They're just like, where are them boys at? Right? Where are them hot boys at? Uh, and then they went down to Washington and got their asses whooped a second week in a row. And then now everyone was sure. Like, there's absolutely something wrong in that locker room. And now you have Jerry Jones, the freaking owner, saying, no leadership issues. You fucking liar. Yes, there is. And it's starting from the very top 
right there from Jerry's world on down. Like there is absolutely zero accountability in that administration. Yeah, and that's what I saw in the article last week was the players saying something about the the coaches not holding them accountable and some other stuff. That's the reason why I, I guessed it. I mean, because when you got players and you lose the locker room, it's hard for a coach to get that back. You, know, mm-hmm. like, you, you see failure all the time once a coach loses that locker room, which is surprising, which I actually thought the Jets was a good call too because Adam Gase yeah. should be fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't yet. Um, but then you see you know, other coaches in the NFL – starting with Bill O'Brien and then Dan Reeves, oh, uh, not Dan Reeves. Um, oh gosh, I forget his name now. Where the Atlanta Falcons? Dan something. Oh, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. <laughs> it's like Dan Reeves. Where am I getting that from? <laughs> uh, getting fired. They, um, like, and, and they did worse. They did worse than Mike McCarthy. Uh, and, but they're doing better than fucking Adam Gase. But, uh, Man, it's just, it's, I don't know. I guess anything can happen. You know, one of the most telling things going back to the Cowboys from this weekend in particular was that hit on Andy Dalton. Oh, yeah. That knocked him the fuck out. Oh, yeah. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. But I think I didn't really see it at the time. But after they were talking about it, I'm like, you know what? You're right. No Cowboy player seem to care that he got <laughs> right. totally knocked out. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, you know what? That's true. Cause that, if that would have been Dak, you know, like there would have been like quite a scuffle. Uh, yeah. But it seemed like no cowboy player cared about what happened to Dalton. And that's like, man, what's, what's going on with them? That was, right. that was very telling. That was super shitty, but you know, I was actually seeing that in the Arizona game too. Like Arizona came to Dallas to whip their asses. And there seemed to be a lot of chipping after the fact, like after plays, you would see an Arizona Cardinal, like throwing another player to the ground and stuff like that. And that Cowboy player just getting up and dusting himself off and not doing anything. Like I was surprised that after getting their asses whooped that bad, there was not a skirmish on the field. Like, dude, these guys are dissing you. And not only are they dissing you, but they're dissing you after plays. Like you should be taking that shit personally. You should be defending yourself, if anything, and they're not defending them themselves even, and that's the shitty thing. And then you saw that again in uh, in Washington, uh, and and me and Brian were talking about that at work today. Like <laughs> all of his O line literally walked up to him. All right, and you're talking about a two hundred something pound linebacker, right, knocking the shit out of Andy Dalton in the middle of a slide. Like that's an illegal hit to begin with, and. And there's news that he's not going to get suspended for that hit. Um, wow. And that should really piss off Dallas Cowboys. Like, there should be freaking, uh, you know, a, a rampage going on in Jerry's land, okay? And there's not. There's there's nobody calling for any heads to roll uh, over there in Washington for that dirty hit. He's getting he's getting fined, and that's it, right? Um, they, need to, they need to come out in game two against Washington and freaking destroying people they need to be wrecking people but that's yet to be determined because who knows because there's absolutely zero accountability in that organization um but yeah we were talking about that hit and we were talking about what the o-line did afterwards and they didn't they didn't run to uh uh that linebacker i forget his name 
they didn't run over there to like just tell them, you know, that was a dirty hit. They didn't, they didn't freaking they didn't regulate. They did not regulate at all. Instead, <laughs> they walked up uh, to Andy Dalton, looked down at him, like, "Hey, man, you all right? You good, man?" <laughs> Tapped him with a stick, you know, like, "Hey, man, you good?" Like, <laughs> and that was it. Like, I, I think one player tried to pick him up. Like, no, nah, man, he's obviously got a head injury. Don't touch him. <laughs> like, fucking dumbasses. And and like, I think there was only one starter in that O line, and that was Connor Williams. Uh, at left guard and if you look at his stats i think that he didn't allow a single sack but it, he did allow a few hurries on andy dalton but i mean that's not to be said like you know that that's your little brother over there and if someone's gonna hit your little brother like that i'm sorry but you you go after the hitter first right all right and then you come and check on little bro and say hey you good now you got your bell rung all right <laughs> Anyway, um, all it tells me is that Andy didn't take him out for any steak dinner, apparently. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But, you know, there was an episode on um, on Amazon Prime. They have a uh, they have a show called Nothing Else Matters. Uh, And it's very much like uh, the HBO show um, about the training camp show. I forget what that one's called. Right. Uh, but nothing else matters follows them through an entire season uh, rather than just a summer camp, which is really awesome. You get some really in-depth stuff. In one season, they did the Dallas Cowboys, and it's actually a tradition uh, for the Dallas Cowboys O-line to have a big-ass dinner hosted by a player on the team. Usually, it's an offensive lineman hosting his his other teammates. Um, but yeah, like Andy Dalton could have done that. Right, I'm not saying that he didn't, because I don't know, but <laughs> there's no, obviously no love. I don't, I don't get it, man. The love is gone over there in Jerry's world. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a little sidetrack here. All right, I'm gonna go a little bit more in depth and tell you my real feelings and thoughts about this. Uh, is that uh, really like the accountability? is from the top down like jerry right. jones needs to like cut a few players all right he needs to trade a few players and i know that he did but only because they need a quarterback um but like any any expensive ass player on his team that's just not performing you need to trade their asses you need to get some high draft picks uh, uh off of them because one that's what jimmy johnson did Okay, that's that's how they formed the team from the nineties. All right, that's just what you gotta do. I, I'm sorry, you just gotta let it, let go of a few players. And Jerry Jones doesn't want to do that. Jerry Jones is a collector. He wants oh, to build a brand. He's right? loyal to a fault too. Oh, absolutely. Just and, like and Jason too. Garrett, I mean, he stayed loyal to Jason Garrett for far too long. Far too long. And that's another thing too. Like the players know that they are infallible because Jerry's not gonna let them go for nothing. Right. Right. If anything, it's the coach's fault first. And if, if what happened last offseason wasn't like a gleaming example of that, it just means that their jobs are safe. The coaches are not. And the coaches are the ones who need to motivate, not themselves. And that's some bullshit. All right. 
Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, that's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it. You Let know, me tell you fan, I enjoy I the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> I let me manage that team. Let me be a general manager. I'll, I'll show Stephen Jones how to do his damn job. All right. <laughs> All right. I went on a long one there. Let's move on. Uh, our last topic. We've already kind of talked about it, but after going 0-6, this NFL head coach gave up his play calling duty. Who was that head coach? And what happened in week seven? And we'll say, we'll go from the bottom up. Jeremy, you start. Adam Gase, New York Jets. All right, John. What Jeremy said. All right, fine. All right. And Lil D, you're last. Well, I I can give a wrong answer. And (laughs) somebody who should maybe give up their play calling duties is... Mike McCarthy, oh, Dallas Cowboys. Mike McCarthy, yeah. That's a good one, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one right? Uh, and you also have Nakey, uh, head coach of the Chicago Bears, which everyone's saying, like, oh, you need to call better plays. Ooh, Dude, they're a, a five and, but they're a five and two team right now. Like, they're doing sure pretty don't look darn like good. One. Yeah, I know. They're like the worst five and two team, but whatever. Um, they got their asses whooped Monday Night Football. Um, the whole world got to see in prime time. So, all right, but the answer really is Adam Gase, uh, the New York Jets, and the result of that Week Seven game is they lost. They lost against the Bills, though. Okay, so they might I mean, have lost, but man, they they put up a good fight on that game. I was surprised to see that. They yeah, did. They did play better. They played a they, lot better. Uh, the the thing is, all right. They started strong. They came to a 10-0 lead in the first half. But the second half, they just didn't execute at all. I think they were limited to four yards total on offense in the second half, which is uh, pretty damn embarrassing. Okay, uh, Y'all are professionals out there. You get paid lots of money. Y'all need to be doing better than four yards in a half of football. All right, Especially if y'all want to win. So that's some bullshit. Well, I mean, they did trade Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. So they yeah. rely on 52 year old front door. <laughs> and yeah. I don't even know who the other backups are. So, you know, if you. But see, yeah. they've been relying on Frank Gore since week one. All right. So whatever happened there with Le'Veon Bell, I just think like someone should have got fired for that for sure. Uh, for whatever reason, they haven't fired Adam Gase yet. Uh, but I, I feel like it's going to happen, guys. I really do. <laughs> I really so, do. So remind me, Frank Gore was the. Uh... Is the only player in the NFL currently who have you know played in every Super Bowl since Super Bowl one, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Man. Pretty much, he's like a, a Tom Brady for running backs. You know, he's he's a pretty old running back, and he's still be getting decent work, man. I, and I, he I is. Give it to him. Yeah. yeah, that's that's really damn impressive, especially because running backs. I mean, they go through a lot of abuse. They get hit hard a lot. Way more than any. There was, so. there was a photo comparison of him on his first year and his current year, and man, the guy still looks really good. <laughs> he hasn't aged. Ageless one does, does not age, man. All right, so guys, that's our news this week. 
Thank you for playing. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to go over the results of week six and week seven. And then we're going to go over any challenges uh, that were made from last week and from this week. So in week six, we had the Yuma Dem boys visiting the Ghost Valley Phantoms. Uh, the Phantoms were the winners of that matchup, 89.3 to 68.5. We then had Tiger Eggplants visiting the Yuma Sea Boys, and the Yuma Sea Boys actually won that one, 105.6 to 85.3. Then we had Super Cami team visiting Quanway or another, and I believe there was a challenge in that matchup. And then Tempe, Cam- uh, whatever snuck away with that one. It was a really close match. 139.4 to 132.1. Quanway, you are here. Why don't, why don't you tell us the thoughts on that game? <sighs> Alright, so the one time I was actually rooting for a Dallas Cowboy, alright? <laughs> Damari Cooper with like two minutes left in that damn game, and he catches the touchdown. And I wound up going up by like six or something. So I started yeah. getting ready for work. I was like, alright, cool. This game's over. And then Kenyon Drake. <laughs> I mean, I I oh. don't know why they didn't kneel. I mean, they, the the Cowboys might have had a timeout or something, but breaks off for sixty nine yards or whatever it was for a touchdown with under two minutes left in the game. Uh, that was dirty, by the way. Someone should have been fighting well, after that. Yeah. So I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, so I had while everyone else got to go to sleep, you know, and enjoy their their fine day, I had to go to work and soak in all of that suffering. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man. And yeah, so the challenge was a some sort of ghost pepper beer or something that that Big D had, had found, but found it this week that we cannot get it and you can only get it in Texas. So I was looking online for some other beers and I can't find anything. Uh so we're going to have to figure something out. I don't know if our challenge is going to be rescinded or or what, but I'm still willing to to go through with it. I'm not going to back down from it. Okay. Just like well, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks don't back down from anybody because they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, oh I must I remind you that Super Kong actually did have a player on by that he played because he still yes. had figured out how to move players. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and which I, I'm not. I'm 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 sorry, but like not my responsibility. All right, last year we had a few noobs <laughs> on on our roster and they were able to find out how to change their roster without any help. So I have no sympathy. <laughs> me neither. None whatsoever. <laughs> All right. Me neither. All right. After that, we had Gotham Knights facing off against whiskey and a teacup and the Gotham Knights were the winners of that one. 106.7 to 89.6. I uh, don't recall if there was a challenge in that one. I did throw one out. No, she actually agreed to it or not. But we basically said that winner gets to pick loser's drink of choice for whenever we do our drunk podcast version of the fantasy football podcast. So I want to say she accepted. Then I get to pick a drink for her. Yeah, I want to say she accepted. I I believe she did. I'm not too sure. I can't speak on her behalf, but I think it was. But yeah. Good challenge, and I forgot to ask so we'll uh, John. Uh, John, did you have a challenge with Andy? 
I don't know um, if Andy came back to you on that one. I, I threw it out there that uh, winner gets to pick a movie for the loser to watch, and that could be anything. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't remember ever getting a response back about it. And, uh, I mean, you snooze, you lose if you don't uh, take advantage yeah. of your winnings. True. And I and I get, like, he started a new job and he works nights, too. But then you also have Jeremy, who's been on more podcasts. Oh, is, is he a bouncer at the strip club now? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, And then we had uh, the Rebel Alliance of American Football visiting the Glizzy Gladiators. And my team came out winners of that one, 125.1 to 105.3. I did have a challenge with Glizzy. He has to make a one-minute music video to the Scotty Doesn't Know song. So still waiting on that. And I believe... Uh, Lil D is still waiting on his pictures of the heart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did provide a uh, Carlos with a a nice pic that he could put somewhere up on his desk. And uh, I'm still waiting for confirmation. And more than anything, those pictures that we can share with the listeners who I'm sure would enjoy the uh, nice, not too sexy picture, but sexy enough picture (laughs) that you'll have to put up. (laughs) A tasteful nude. (laughs) <laughs> there you go right. right well we need to call him out on it and i know that brian tried to call him out to this week's episode which is funny because brian hasn't even joined us uh, he sent me a text message just now i don't know what i don't know what it says all right but let's move on so that was week six in a nutshell we are going to week seven and in week seven we had the ghost valley phantoms visiting the tiger eggplants oh by the way this is funny. So any home team this week won. I don't know what happened, but we all put something in our water. So we had the Ghost Valley Phantoms visiting John's team, Tiger Eggplants. John, you were the winner of that one. And it was a close one. 114.9 to 113.6. What was what was your thoughts on that win? I think my theory has come true that the less I pay attention to the games, the better the team will do. Even nice. if it's down to the wire, because I just was like, okay, I'm losing. I'm, I'm. I mean, the, those those projections kept going higher and higher against my favor. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm done. I got bigger things to worry about. Then I check it last minute, like fourth, you know, quarter, and I'm like a point ahead. So I was like, oh, so that's the thing. All right. Well, then I better not curse this by continuing to watch it. Um, put it away, did some other stuff, came back, and I won. So you just you can't watch it, your team. You can't watch your points. You have to just let it happen. Just set it in motion, let it be free. If it's meant to be, it'll come back. You know? So nice. Well, you did really good. Um you had Kyler Murray who balled out, got you thirty seven points. Balled out. Jeez. Yeah. And then you had Tyler Boyd. Uh, kind of a rare ball out, but yeah, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, like a Boyd a ball game. out. Yeah, Boyd ball out. Um, so that was uh, that was good stuff too. Um, so very good win. And I do not think you. Yeah, actually, you did. You had one player who was a, a big bust of the week, and we'll move on. Two. The next matchup, which was Whiskey in a Teacup visiting the Rebel Alliance of American Football. Oh, 
By the way, John, did you have a challenge with uh, Phantom? No, actually, did not discuss anything with the Phantom player. Oh, that's all. It's all good. All right. Um, but good win. Good win. And I think yeah. you are on to something with the not paying attention. Um, mm-hmm. We'll go over that a little bit later. Uh, Whiskey in a Teacup visiting Rebel Alliance of American Football. Um, the w- winner of that one was Rebel Alliance. It was a score of 138.1 to 117. Um, really, I actually noticed that Candace did not bench any of her buy players or players who were on buy. And I wasn't going to say anything. Like, <laughs> I was just going to be like, all right, well, this is going to be an easy <laughs> win. And then Sunday morning, I check and she did move people. And there were a couple of um, a couple of games I was like, oh, shit, she's going to win now because she had the Buccaneers defense uh, and she traded it for the Vikings defense. Who oh. were on I was like, oh, man, Buccaneers defense have been balling out all year this year. So uh, I was prepared to lose. But I had a couple of players who performed pretty well i don't think i had any outstanding players of the week but i just had a few more than she did and that's all that matters um so whatever there was a a challenge i challenged her to uh host the next bonfire and since she lost she has to otherwise if i lost i would have definitely called everyone over and we would have had a bonfire but now she yeah yeah Maybe maybe that's the one we all get drunk at, right? Go to the bonfire, get drunk, record a podcast. I mean, it's as good a place as any. <laughs> right. I'll see. I'll see if she's down. But since it's her place, I'm not going to do that. All right. Then we had the UMSC boys visiting the Kami team. And this is an odd one. So I don't, I don't know if it was a mixture of Kami not paying attention and blaming it on the fact he doesn't know how to bench any of his players. But yeah, yeah, he had two players who were on a bye week and he still ended up winning 130.5 to UMSC boys, 107.32. And it's worth noting that UMSC boys had a huge bust on his team. And we'll go over that during that segment. Next up, we had the heavyweight bowl. And I, I want to say heavyweights because these two were uh, tied for number one in the league before this week. And it was Quan Wei or another visiting the Gotham Knights. And the winner of that one was the Gotham Knights, 134.4 to Quan Wei's 113.5. Uh, since the, both of you are here, we'll start with Quan Wei. What were your thoughts on that game? You know, if there's... If I needed any more reason to dislike the Raiders, they gave me one when they let Josh Jacobs get like six fucking points. All right. <laughs> and I knew I was going to have a hard time because I, I know, I know Daniel's got a good team and then Justin Herbert on his squad. And I just kept Absolutely. seeing his points go up and up and up. <laughs> and I was rooting for Justin Herbert. I'm a fan. I, I like when rookies yeah. succeed. Not right now. All right, so, <laughs> so yeah, you know, congratulations. Uh, you know, I gotta say that you you got a better quarterback than I do. You know, just <clears throat> not as good as the Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson. We have an awesome organization yeah. over there. Right on, yeah. right on. 
<laughs> All right. I have to agree and with that. Gotham Knight, do you want to tell oh, everyone why man, Jeremy but... had to say that? Yeah, so our wager of the week was that Loser had to praise the team that they hate the most <laughs> if they lost. So for me, it would have been the Patriots I would have had to have praised during this whole podcast. Right but in this case, since I pulled the win, uh, it went to Jeremy, <laughs> who as a 49er fan, yeah. I guess correctly mm -hmm. that he probably did not think too much of the Seattle Seahawks because I have another 49er friend who is basically of the same thought as the, as the Seahawks. But uh, mm. yeah, so now I get to enjoy Jeremy <laughs> root for the Seahawks who have an awesome organization, an awesome quarterback who uh, I was rooting for during that Super Bowl uh, where they lost to the Patriots. So I was kind of pissed off that they couldn't beat the Patriots. But uh, hmm. yeah, I but think no. You know what? Was, I, we we should update the yeah. We should update the listeners. What I was gonna say is, this is probably the week that it wouldn't have mattered who I played at quarterback because both Herbert and Brady went off, so I couldn't have picked wrong. And uh, yeah, but I'm still lucky, or I'm still fortunate. No, I think it was a have, it was uh, a good Herbert. trade. Uh, it was a beneficial so, um, tra beneficial trade for both of us. Uh, because I needed a running back, and I had two running backs on bye weeks, um, so I just desperately needed one, and I had an extra quarterback, and I knew you needed a quarterback real bad uh, because they benched Ryan uh, Fitzgerald, or Fitzpatrick, whatever, Fitzmagic, um, which was really sad. I, I don't agree with that move whatsoever, but they did it, and uh, it's whatever. And yet another reason for me to dislike the Miami Dolphins now, but uh, it's it is what it is. There were some savvy trades. We both ended up winning our games, uh, and now I have an extra running back, and you have a decent quarterback. So good trade, good trade. I agree. Um, but yes, um, Justin Herbert balled out, got you thirty eight point four points, uh, despite the fact that you had a bust on your team as well. We'll get to that later. After mm. that, we had another close matchup. It was Glizzy Gladiators visiting the Yuma Dam Boys. Uh, Yuma Dam Boys squeezed out the win on that one, and I believe it was one of the last plays of Monday night's game. Uh, but Yuma Dam Boys won that one 115.8 to Glizzy's 113.4. And the play that won in the game was the interception on the sideline by Jalen Ramsey for the Rams defense and uh, just bumped up the score real big for him and got him the win by less than two points. It's a good stuff. Hey guys, uh, before we continue, I got to say, I, I got to go. I got to get ready for work, but uh, I don't know who I'm playing next week. Whoever mm. it is, if they have a challenge, bring it up and uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, until next week, I will see you guys later and good luck. I believe it's me, by the way. But oh, yeah, we'll, we'll think of something. Best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Best of luck. And uh, yeah, you have a good one at work. All right, guys. See you later. 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 Or I should say geek out, but whatevs. <laughs> All right. So that is our week seven matchup. And real quick, going into the rankings and the standings, 
So, uh, like I said, there was a tie at the number one spot. Now there is... I'm sorry, there's still a tie for the number one spot. There's a three-way tie, actually. Gotham Knights, Ghost Valley Phantoms, and the Tempe Super Cami team. I don't know how the fuck he's up there, but whatever. <laughs> they all share a record of five and two. Uh, tied for second place are the Tiger Eggplants, Quan Way or Another, and the Rebel Alliance as fuck at four and three. And guys, if you don't Recall, like I was tied for last place three weeks ago. That's true. That's you, true. You're making a comeback. Making that come. That's how. That's exactly how I did it last year too. So y'all better watch. Better watch me. I mean, to suppress some people. Moving on up. Uh, I'm sorry. Glizzy Gladiator has sole possession of third place right now at three and four. You, madam boys, and you must see boys. Uh, are tied at second to last. It's uh, all about that, boys. That's right. They're at two and five. And Whiskey in a Teacup has sole possession of the Geeko Award. She is at one and six. Uh, although and I was really scared. Yeah. Oh, I was really scared this last week, though. I, I thought that since she was managing her team and actually looking at things like, oh, shit, I could, I could lose this matchup. <laughs> But we'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll save that one for another week. So the match is upcoming then. Uh, we have... <laughs> well, I already mentioned it. So we have Quan Wei or another visiting uh, me, Rebel Alliance AF, in week eight. Oh, it's, yeah. Something like that. And yeah, I am going to challenge Jeremy. I'm going to give him... Uh, I'm going to give him Lil D's uh, challenge that he just gave me. So loser has to have a cam outfit. We'll do like a, we'll do a, like a, a press briefing where he has to answer a bunch of questions and he has to wear a Cam Newton outfit. And if I lose, of course, then I don't have to do it. <laughs> All right. Dress up like a girl. They would, it would almost be a Cam Newton outfit. Yeah. If he did or, or pull off everything that John mentioned earlier. So Pharrell, yep. Andre 3000. Just, just go to Ross, go to the, the women's section and get like a business power suit. And that'll yeah. that'll cover it. Yeah. Bonus he, points if you get a hat. Yeah. Bonus points if he does a head-to-toe photo because he's got to wear the capris and he's got to wear some sort of uh, like <laughs> pump. He's got to wear his... Yeah. So, good stuff. <laughs> and he has to have a fedora. Definitely has to have a fedora. All right. And by the way, you there's actually an episode uh, that 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 follows Cam Newton in the um, Nothing Else Matters series on uh, Amazon Prime. So if you guys have Amazon Prime, look up Nothing Else Matters. Um, there are a few good NFL teams that are profiled an entire season uh, in that show. And it's really, really interesting stuff. Oh, you're uh, saying it's it's the it they follow different teams, not just one team. Yeah, well, they have multiple seasons. So Dallas Cowboys oh, 2017 okay. season, what they were followed and highlighted in that show. Uh, 2016 was the um, Carolina Panthers. 
So, yeah. In fact, the first episode that they did the NFL was the Arizona Cardinals. And I was, I've been telling Candace to watch that show because it's a great series. And I I believe it was the Cardinals 2015 season. Um, But it's, it's a great series. Uh, It highlights players, highlights coaches, games, of course. Uh, And if you love football and if you like in-depth behind-the-scenes stuff, definitely watch it. Last season was the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, which I didn't see any of because I was like, fuck that. No, don't want to watch it. (laughs) Uh, I wonder why. Yeah. Jeez, I wonder. (laughs) All right. Now we have Tempe Super Cami visiting uh, the Ghost Valley Phantoms on that one. Gotham Knights. You're facing off against the UMSC boys. So, yeah, you pretty much have that one in the bag. <laughs> no, I will not say yeah. that. Fantasy is a fit beast. Yeah. All right. Then you have the Yuma Dem boys visiting whiskey and a teacup. So we'll see who wins that one. I feel like that one's going to be a close matchup. Then you have Tiger Egg Plants visiting visiting Glizzy Gladiators. So that one's a uh, that one's going to be a good matchup, I think. That one's going to be a heavyweight one because you have John trying to retain second place, and you have Carlos trying to move up into second place. So we shall. It's not going to happen, guys. Yeah, yeah. But but the one that I mentioned, uh, my matchup with Jeremy, that one. We're both four and three. We've both averaged about the same amount of points, and we both have about the same amount of player movements. Um, so one thing I got to see while looking at our standings, um, there are three teams with the most player movements. All right. We are the master tinkerers, by the way. <laughs> but uh, it's Quanway or another. Um uh, Gotham Knights and Rebel Alliance AF. We all have about 20 moves. Player movements. Oh, I'm and sorry. More no. coming. Quanway has not. He's only moved about three players. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. No. Gotham Knights, Ghost Valley Phantoms, and uh, Rebel Alliance AF. We have about 20 movements. On average. But whatever. We are master tinkerers, you and I, Lil D. Yeah, you gotta stay on it or you want a chance to succeed. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna challenge the UMC boys to anything? I'd like to. I've seen some of his uh videos on YouTube and I'm getting ideas as to maybe some interesting challenge videos I'd like him to make if I happen yeah. to win. I mean, if anything, it's content for his YouTube channel, you know, he'll help us pull no. that. But we'll see. I know that he's been very, very busy and he hasn't really been posting a lot of YouTube stuff lately. So we'll see. And Tiger Eggplants, do you have a challenge for Carlos? I don't know. We both work for the same company, so I'm debating if I want to do something involving that little fun nugget. Hmm. Okay, interesting stuff. I yeah, that will be interesting to follow up with. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. We we will yeah we will update you listeners on that as that develops. 
Oh, and I just realized that uh, the Dodgers are the World Series champions. No way. Yep. I was like, nice. I saw all these people posting, and I was like, Fuck oh, yeah. that's what they're posting about. Nice. I like seriously really happy because I know that um, like being a Dodgers fan has been a lot like being a Dallas Cowboys fan, except for their team is decent. <laughs> or they actually win championships. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, they, uh, they won a championship recently, but they've been at a dry spell for a very long time. So it's been um, a bit tormenting for them to make it so close to the playoffs and miss it or to make the playoffs and get to the world series and miss that or yeah. So as a, as a Padre yeah. fan, I feel so bad for you Dodger fans who have to go to the playoffs year after year after year and just not win a championship. <laughs> I really feel for you guys. Yeah. Really. <laughs> right. It it would suck to also be a Padres fan, but it is what it is. I'm like not really a follower of baseball per se, right? But in 2016, I was rooting for the Cubs. You know, I was not really rooting for the Houston Astros. And you know what? Fuck them because they're cheaters. You got to root for the underdog you know. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And... For right now, for me, it was the Dodgers. So good stuff. All right. And we're going to go ahead and go right into our biggest bust. I think this is our last segment, unless someone of you, unless one of you guys picked a butt this week. I don't know if anyone. No. I, I should sure look at any butts, unfortunately. No. <laughs> All right. Do head butts count? Head butt? No. Why? Do you have a head butt of the week? I mean, that that headbutt on uh, Andy Dalton was a uh, pretty highlight worthy. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was some sad. And not only that, but like his players didn't come to his defense. Like, man, some bullshit. I wonder if Andy Dalton's <laughs> gonna come back all healthy and like super salty. Like, go back <laughs> to the locker room and just be like, I hate every single one of you fuckers. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. He's probably one of the forgive and forget types, but that's some bullshit. <laughs> All right. So our biggest busts of the week, we're going to start down from the number four position and work our way down. We have Mike Williams of the Tiger Eggplants. And John, this guy only scored you 1.4 points, but you came out with the win on that one. Um, he was projected at 11.5 11 11 points. Are you disappointed in this guy are you gonna bench him now or no um you could say i'm a little disappointed in him yeah <laughs> uh in the number three spot we had chase claypool he had been balling out for the pittsburgh uh steelers recently not so much in week seven he only got point eight points uh he was projected at only 5.5 points but whatever uh, am I going to bench him next week? I think so. We will see. Next up, we had Jarek McKinnon running back for the Gotham uh, Gotham Knights. Yes? No? Yeah? Lil D, Jarek McKinnon. Is that yes. Uh, All right, cool. 
got you negative zero. You know, one point. The, 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 this one hurts because there was about three people I had in mind to pick up because I also had running back problems this week. And of the three choices, I, I was thinking, I think, uh, uh, the Jamal Williams from the Packers. Uh, I can't remember what other running back and Jared McKinnon. And I'm thinking, you know what? I need more of a long-term play. I don't want to just a one-week plug-in. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to pick up Jarek McKinnon because it's a 49ers, man, in that rushing game. Mm-hmm. And to my <laughs> horror, uh, he basically got... Well, he didn't get benched because he actually did go out there to you know lose me some yardage, I guess. But <laughs> they only played him for very few snaps. They only played him on third down. And even when Jeff freaking Wilson went with an injury they mm-hmm. still br- brought out the other running back jim michael hasty or something like that yeah and i'm like what the hell's going on yeah. where the hell is mckinnon and then they find you know you don't find out until after the game like oh we're gonna we were gonna rest him this week i'm like information we could have used before we played yeah. so uh, and i think what kills me is i also had melvin gordon on the bench who i could have played and got me actual mm-hmm. points uh, but it just wasn't a good day against the the Chiefs, and there you go, busted. Well, yeah, I, I definitely agree there. Uh, but our biggest bust of the week in our number one spot was quarterback Cam Newton for the UMC boys, and I really wish Andy was here. And I did call him out in the group text. I was like, Andy, please talk to us about Cam Newton because. <laughs> That's some that's some bullshit. But he lost Andy one. I'm sorry. Point one eight points. Uh, just just a little bit more points than Jarek lost you there, little D. Um, but to his dismay, uh, UMC boys ended up losing that matchup where you won yours. So, like, yeah, yes, you can't can bitch moan, but you really can't complain. Because you won, you know. Um, now, had Ken Newton got any points, like maybe what his projection was, um, UMC boys could have won his matchup or got pretty close. Because <laughs> I don't know how the hell Cammy did it, but he did. Um, but it still bears mentioning that Super Cammy team had a couple of busts of his own, right? <laughs> he had Lamar Jackson, quarterback, and Jonathan Taylor, running back, who were both on a bye week, and he did not bench him. This is his second week in a row with at least one bye week player where <laughs> where Cammy won. Like, the boy's got some beginner's luck, right? He really needs to be playing some lotto or something. He's got some luck on his side. Um... Let's hope that for this week he might lose that luck, but yeah, I have no sympathy for him. If he doesn't know how to bench his players, guess what? Everyone else figured it out on their own, so there you go. <laughs> and to be fair, I, I did give him some quick directions as to how to do it. So if he still doesn't do it after that, well, you know. We all his fault. Out. Yeah, at this point, all his fault. So... <laughs> Um, you know what? For the biggest butt of the week, I I say, still 
Josh Norman. You know why? Because that stiff arm was freaking epic. <laughs> and it does need to be mentioned three weeks after the fact, you know, because yeah. he's still flying through the air at this point. Exactly. Yeah. That is exactly how far freaking Derrick Henry threw him with that stiff arm. And you know what's funny is that that's, that play got called back on offsetting penalties. <laughs> it doesn't even count. Oh. But even though wow. it doesn't count in the record books in the I NFL, didn't even remember that? Yeah. It, so even though it doesn't count, like it's still televised, it's still in the hearts and minds of people. So yeah, this week I picked the butt, and it's again Josh Norman. The memes were the memes epic. were epic, dude. I I don't know what your favorite one was, but. <laughs> Too many. It's like trying to pick a favorite kid. You just, you're Precisely. Just like, I think the one that I shared was the one that I think was my favorite. The one where it's like the record scratch. And it's like, yeah, that's me flying through the air. You might be wondering how I ended up in this position. Let me tell you. Oh, my God. That was a good It was so funny, dude. All right. So, guys, that is our episode. And there is usually a disclaimer that Mitch reads, but I was too lazy to get that. I did it the other episodes, but whatever. All right. Hit me up. If you know the disclaimer and I don't, let me know on social media. You can reach me on Twitter at MikeCheck917. That's M-I-C-C-Z-E-C-H 917. And Lil D. Where can people hit you up at on the Twitters? You can tweet me at djuarez03. And John, where can people hit you up at on the Twitters? Um, I'm on Twitter at magicbollocks. Whatever, message me. I don't care. <laughs> Send him dick pics. He loves those. Yes, he does. Dude, I like to compare. He does love <laughs> dick pics. I don't know why I know this, but... <laughs> <laughs> And the rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram. Facebook.com slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Find archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts from our network on our website, geekelitemedia.com. Also, check out our Patreon page for more exclusive material that you can only get on Patreon. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, Please rate and review us to help spread the awareness of our network. But until next week, this is the Fantastical Football Podcast saying always remember to geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. Peace.